I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. From Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, taxes, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. We're into the final half hour of today's episode. And thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, it's a real special week. I'm a huge admirer and fan of Christmas. I'm sure you are as well. The traditions uh, are something I look forward to each and every year. And despite this year being a little bit different, uh, it's still a special time. And uh, I, I'm glad that I get to spend at least a little chunk of it here on the airwaves with you today. I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, then going to take the rest of the week off and enjoy Christmas with uh, my family. We'll be, for the most part, sticking to our household. And, uh, well, we all know that's the wise thing this year. Unfortunately, not doing any traveling. Little baby Piper has to wait a little longer to meet some of her family members. But that's okay. Those are some of the sacrifices that I'm willing to make. Uh, I, I This next conversation is something I've been looking forward to now for a few days. It started this way. I uh, Midweek last week was uh, laying in bed late one night and uh, scrolling through YouTube and Reddit uh, like you do. And I, I paused while scrolling through Reddit. I paused on uh, what looked like a map of Salt Lake City, but I recognized it immediately as a map which had the routes of various runs labeled on it. I recognize it. I'm a, you know, I brag all the time about uh, being a runner. I re- admitted, though, in the last segment that uh, my running has fallen off a little bit this year. Uh, I'm going to try to get that back up. That's one of my New Year uh, resolutions. I'm going to try to, uh, I'm going to try to eclipse a thousand miles this coming year. I got to do the math and figure out a few things, uh, but I'm going to try to do that. Anyway, I'm on Reddit and I see this map that looked to me uh, like a map of Salt Lake City with every single street highlighted in red, meaning that someone or a collection of someones had run every single street in the the city of Salt Lake. I clicked on it and learned that it was, in fact, just one individual had, as I read. During the course of 2020, in the midst of this uh, COVID-19 pandemic, someone here in the city of Salt Lake, instead of sitting on the couch all year, got up and uh, over a course of the year ran every single street within the city's boundaries. Uh, and that man joins me now. Bryant Heath joins me. Bryant, sir, how you doing? Hi, Lee. Appreciate uh, you taking the time and having me on today. No, are you kidding me, man? Thanks for doing this. Thanks for sharing the data. Uh, and thanks for inspiring me, I think, to, to give something similar a try uh, n- next year. Let's go back to the beginning of this year. It was uh, early January. You embarked on this uh, grand adventure. What, what sparked it and why'd you do it? Uh, what sparked it was I've been living in Salt Lake City for about 10 years now. Originally, I'm from Texas, but moved up here about a decade ago. And I got to thinking how I pretty much just kind of stay in my neighborhood uh, where I live. And I looked at a Google map one night and noticed, man, I probably haven't been to 75% of the city. Um, and so I kind of set kind of a little bit of a resolution for me to let's see how much of the city I could see and kind of set a goal to run every street uh, within the calendar year of 2020. 
And th- so this is a two-part feat. This is obviously the physical exertion and the physical discipline to get up and maintain, you know, whatever regimen was required to accomplish the feat throughout the year. But it's also a logistical one. How'd you, how'd you split up your time and how'd you figure out a, a way, a calendar, if you will, uh, with, you know, corresponding routes to pull this off? Well, yeah, that's a great point. Um, the, the logistics probably uh, was just as challenging as the running, to be honest. I probably spent the same amount of time pouring over maps, sketching out routes, and just guaranteeing that I hit every single street uh, along the way. Uh, basically, what I used was a collection of uh, freely available maps. One was from the uh, Salt Lake City government website, Google Maps. Uh, there's also a nice program called GPS Visualizer, and I just kind of uh, keep a master uh, GPS file. And after each run, I would kind of update that master file and replot everywhere I've been and then kind of zoom in on a portion I haven't hit yet and route that portion and just kind of rinse, wash, repeat about 118 times before I got to the finish line. Was that how many runs it took, 118? Yes, 118 runs, pretty much stretched out through the whole calendar year. I finished up, uh, started January 2nd and finished up uh, December 13th. What was, uh, what, was your a- what was your average mileage for each of those runs? Uh, my average miles was roughly about eight miles per run, which was kind of uh, alarming to me. More, more or less, uh, uh, I kind of like stick to normally. I stick to about five to six miles. So to see kind of uh, that average uh, stretched out a little bit longer was a bit surprising to me. But uh, I was enjoying the whole project, and maybe I just got caught up in and just put in a few extra miles each run. In which neighborhood did you start your uh, project, and in which neighborhood did you end it? Uh, great question. The first run I did was uh, pretty much kept it around the Sugar House Park area, did the loop inside the park and then outside the park as well. And uh, that was just a few miles, I feel like. I think that was just like three and a half or four miles. And then my last run wound up, uh, actually was a really uh, pleasant run. It was over by the airport. I ran uh, a bit of off of North Temple inside the outer gates of the airport, the airport trail and kind of looped around there and then finished up uh, just west of the airport in the uh, Salt Lake International Center. I was looking, when, when I first encountered your uh, your Reddit post and was looking at your map, zooming in here and there, uh, looking to see if there were any kind of new areas I might like to explore, I spent a lot of time looking at your uh, airport maps, the the routes that you took around the airport, and I was surprised to see that you could get to some of the places where, where you had run. Talk to me a bit about uh, access to that area of the city. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, most people don't know, but uh, off of 2100 North, on the north side of the airport, uh, it's, it's freely available. Uh, there's a lot of car traffic, but there's a nice bike lane, and I think they encourage bicycles uh, to kind of uh, route there. Um, and you can kind of get loop around on the north side and then kind of get in between the two terminals, and you ultimately wind up pretty much where the air traffic controller tower is, and you can get to see how remarkable the building even that structure is. And then uh, you can even take, uh, I think it is, let me see, uh, 2200 West and even go further, further north, almost, you know, obviously bordering Davis County. But uh, you can really head head north and see the marshlands and just beautiful spots for uh, plane watching. Yeah, very cool. That's outstanding. Uh, tell me, what did you learn? Let's take a step backwards. Uh, we've walked through some of the logistics and specifics of things, but what uh, you come away with any life lessons as you accomplish this task? Again, uh, we're speaking with Bryant Heath. He, during the course of 2020, ran every single uh, municipal street within the boundaries of 
uh, Salt Lake City, just shy of a thousand miles. He pulled it off all within the calendar year. Uh, I, I'm a runner myself, or at least trying to be. Uh, Fallen off a little bit this year, uh, and was greatly inspired by what I'm seeing here. What, what, what did you learn, Bryant, the, the, this past year? Uh, the biggest lesson I learned really is just like uh, uh, how much of a travesty it's been that I, I hadn't visited the West Side area as much as I, I, I wish I could have. Uh, running through places like Rose Park or uh, the Fair Park area, uh, they have beautiful parks out there, beautiful trails. Obviously, the Jordan Trail, but there's also some subsequent trails around there. Uh, you have, you know, some golf courses that you can kind of loop around. It's just a really pleasant, beautiful area. And probably prior to this project, I could count on two hands the amount of times I kind of been over in that area. And let's just say for 2021, I plan on returning a lot. Outstanding. Uh, you have any any scares? Any dogs get loose? You have any tumbles? <laughs> uh, scrape up a knee or a, a fist or an elbow or anything like that? <laughs> Nothing too too crazy, but uh, you know, like anything, I've I've been impacted by a lot of the events uh, from this past year. Um, one time, I tried to route through the uh, VA hospital, but it was during COVID, and they had that area locked down, so I kind of had to delay that until later on. Uh, obviously, the earthquake. I got to see some interesting earthquake damage downtown and uh, uh, one particular house in the Liberty Wells area. Uh, but as for dogs in particular, uh, that was kind of one of my irrational fears. I thought I would run into much, much more of them. But uh, as a whole, I'd say Salt Lake City is pretty responsible dog owners. And I only had one encounter with the Chihuahua for about three blocks chasing me. So it's pretty anticlimactic there. What's on tap for 2021? Oh, uh, I, I joke with my wife that uh, maybe I'll do the the, the uh, same mapping, only pushing the double baby stroller this time. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, in, all, in all honesty, though, you know, like any kind of amateur runner, uh, it's always been a goal of mine to kind of post a Boston qualifying time. As it stands right now, my pace isn't anywhere near close enough being fast enough. But one thing that this project taught me is if you kind of can break it down into manageable chunks, and if you have that dedication, pretty much uh, anything is possible. 100%. Uh, which race are you looking for? Do you have a race set in mind to qualify for Boston? Uh, not particularly. Okay. I think uh, I'll just kind of hold off and see how the training goes and then kind of uh, go out and then uh, see which one would be the most manageable for me. Well, listen, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm inspired by you. I thank you for, for pulling this off and look forward to what you have on tap. And uh, uh, maybe one of these days I'll be lucky enough you and I can join up on one of these Salt Lake City streets and run together a few miles. Brian Heath, thanks again. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Thank you so much. All righty. Uh, quick break. Pretty cool stuff, huh? Uh, if you joined us late in that segment, would you do me a favor? Download the KSL News Radio app. It's powered by Any Hour Services. The conversation we just had, uh, for me as a, as a runner and for a resident of Salt Lake City, and really anyone can find something uh, enjoyable from that conversation. A young man uh, undertook a remarkable challenge, ran every single municipal street in the city of Salt Lake. Quick break. When we return, I want to spend a few moments. So we're going to shift gears pretty dramatic. I want to talk to you uh, about this whole deal with the teacher bonuses. $1,500, it's expected, will find their way into the pockets of Utah teachers. What about those in the Salt Lake City School District? And what does Spencer Cox say about it all? We'll talk about that next on Live Mike. Emily Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com 
or wherever you listen to podcasts.